The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Rally friends and welcome to Spin the Rally Pod. Welcome I'm, to my bedroom. <laughs> I'm Colin Clark. Lisa O'Sullivan isn't with us. George Donaldson isn't with us. Luke Berry isn't with us. But luckily, I am. But I'm very, David yeah. Evans, and where are we, Colin? We're in. We're in David's bedroom, which I have to say, I have to make this point, David. I've not mentioned it. We've been here in Leon for a week. Your bedroom is considerably bigger than mine. Well, I think that's a reflection of my standing, which is way above yours, Colin. It's a very forgetting, nice Forgetting who's the talent here, David. But anyway, not to worry. Listen, why are we in Leon, David? We are in Leon, Colin, for the Rally of Nations Guanajuato, which finished this afternoon, and it was an extraordinary event, wasn't it? It really was, yeah. You know, rally fans around the world will be very familiar with Leon as a base for rallying the World Rally Championship has been coming here, David, since, well, 2002 was the candidate event, 2004 was the first event, and it's more or less been a regular on the championship calendar since then. But my goodness me, it's been two years since, really, this was the first COVID-affected event two years ago. Remember, it was curtailed by a day, and we all went home. Some of us ran home rather more quickly than others. (laughs) I do remember dropping you at the airport, and it was literally flying out the door, bye, bye, I'm off. Yeah, but... uh... You've got to kind of remember, Carl, they were quite terrifying times, weren't they? They were terrifying times. Globally, nobody knew what was going on, and it's quite remarkable. We've talked endlessly about the development of Leon as a city, and and still it continues to grow, doesn't it, to this day? You know, in the last two years, arguably the biggest biggest developments in that city have come right in the heart of Rally Town. Rally Town, and it's quite remarkable. That's the point I was going to make. It is two years, just over two years since we were here last uh, and the biggest surprise when we walked into what has always been the service area was the transformation. I mean, just yeah. incredible. You know, a purpose-built uh, double-story, what would you call it, building that runs along one side of the service park. This, the media centre upstairs, massive balcony, restaurants upstairs, downstairs. You've not, got, not all great restaurants, though. Not all great. No, we you had, had a very... Did, let's have a good brief side issue here. We had a, a bit of an issue last night. You had a bit of an issue. No, 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 you well, had the issue. Yeah, because yeah. It was, so Colin was late joining us for supper and, and did his usual, oh, I'm not very hungry, I'm not very... Oh, I'm not very hungry. And then sat down and said, well, I'll just have a wee bit of guacamole. And because thinking, it's Mexico. Everyone <laughs> does guacamole. Mexico. So the, the poor waiter took your order for, for, for guacamole. And then came back 20 minutes later. <laughs> Sorry, we don't do guacamole. Took him 20 minutes. In a Mexican restaurant in oh, Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, just we'll, we'll give you a bit of a steer next year on, on which, if we come back next well, year. this is one of the questions. Uh, which restaurant to, to avoid. But, no, it, it is a stunning, stunning location. And for years, we've talked about solutions for the service park on mm. long-haul events because... The teams inevitably take away their air freight, which is usually the cars, and then they have the sea freight, which is all of the parts. They have this huge containers full of spare kit and what have you. All of the chairs that you sit on, you know, every single aspect, even down to the stapler that's in the office, uh, it it all goes on the boat. Uh, So it will 
continue to, to have to go on the boat, but what they're not going to have to do now is bring any structures. No infrastructure to, to the, build it. Yeah, no, to build it's, all, the it's all covered uh, along the floor. Uh, yeah. you, you, they can even put walls up. They can divide these these areas into exactly what the teams want. And, yeah, and let's describe it because it's a two-story pavilion, effectively. Yeah. So the servicing Open-ended and open-sided. Servicing underneath and all of the... If you like the administration, the team, uh, offices, hospitality, hospitality, all the rest yeah. upstairs, and purpose built already for the teams. They could easily come here next week and set up a wonderful WRC service park. But it's not just that, David. It's it's the, it's the whole infrastructure around the service park. It's an absolutely stunning effort because you know what we have to remember is the rally's only here one week a year, and this is the main. If you like, it's, it's a what we call it a market, a fair type area. For many, many years, a fair's been here for one month a year in that area. So there are a number of people who have a claim on that area as to, as to what they want it to provide. They've given it over to, ra- to and the rally. And they've given it over to rally. Yeah. The, the, the guys yeah. that run the rally have had a huge say in how that infrastructure has developed and the design of that area. And they've designed it. And they've done all of that with no guarantee of, None. of a round yeah. of the championship. Yeah. And it was, it was really incredible you know we've just talked about how we all you know europe did a runner out of here in in march 2020 uh and talking to gilles patelier the rally manager here and patrick superville the rally director and you know we were genuinely astonished we walked in expecting to go to our usual place and, yeah. and it was all change and we said to Gilles, you know when when did you start this and he said it was literally the week after you'd yeah. all run away yeah. we put the foundations in and started yeah. work on it and it's great, yeah, it is. And you would have to say it is certainly the best long-haul service park, and, and if not one of the, be- the best service parks. I, I'm in, struggling. In the- you, you name me a better service park. You name me a better service park with the infrastructure than the one that we've and got there. There isn't one. There I, is, I, instantly the- I thought Finland, but Finland changes every year. And it's, well, exactly. That's- it's, it's not, Finland is a good open space, but that's it. But that's it, yeah. It's just a flat piece yeah. of tarmac, isn't yeah. it? Whereas this, you've got literally, you yeah. drive your cars in, you put your chairs over there, uh, and there's gas and, and water and electric. Plug yourselves in and crack on. Yeah, and plenty of space as well. Today we wandered around the, uh, the little commercial area with, with your stall. Did you buy anything, Colin? I did, actually, David. I, I took great delight in buying myself a hat because you know, I've spent all weekend... What colour is your hat, Colin? I spent all weekend admiring your hat, David, and you know the fact that it was providing you with some protection from the sun. So I, I got I got a five dollar special. What colour is your hat, Colin? It's pink. It's a lovely bright pink hat, and um, I like it, David. I like it. It was five bucks. How could I say no? Quite for me, it was quite easy. Oh. But point but, is, you yes, know, they've got so on. much space. They've got so yeah. much space here, um, and there's all sorts that when the World Rally Championship does return, and as you say, no guarantees, but fingers crossed it does. When it does return, they can put on all sorts of events around the rally, and we've seen them doing that before with concerts mm. in the evening. There's huge amounts of space to run, to run a little street stage around here. We know they're looking at innovations. Have a look on Dirtfish.com at some of the videos we've done. Take a look at the shakedown stage, which is actually also uh, a special stage this year. Just stunning, just mm. stunning. You know, it's a, it's a, an it's, old quarry with amazing features in it. But you look at, at this event, and and it hit consistently through the years. It's innovated, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, you yeah. know, you look when we came in '04, we came to the Poly Forum, the first ever mm. indoor, fully indoor service park. Mm. Uh, and then we went first, we went underground for the going first time. Going underground. No, it's more going underground. Is it? Yeah, far, far more. Going like underground. I was on, on three. One, two, three. 
You weren't going to do it, were you? Go on then. No, no, no. Go on, it. do it. No, go on, no. go the go moment's tell me passed. In. The moment has passed. Count me in. What? Three, two, one. Going, Going underground. underground. That what? was quite good. The people next door will be wondering what on earth is going on in here. Sure, uh, sure. First event to go sure, sure underground. underground uh, in whenever it was, 10, 11, 12. In Guanajuato, in the street stage. Yeah. Then we did the the Zucalo, yeah. down into the yeah. right into the slap bang center of Mexico City, yeah. eighty kilometer stage oh. on a Sunday. You know, at, at every point, and this is why I always love bumping into Patrick Superville and Gilles Spitalier through the yeah. year, because you can see the glint in their eye. Yep, we've come up with something else, another idea. They, we need these people back in the championship for that sort of innovation. But it's, it's, it's no coincidence, David, I don't think, that some of the best innovations that we've seen over the past two, three decades in rallying have come from long-haul events. The Super Special came from Langley Park in Perth. You know, it's because they have to work that little bit harder. You know, I think there's at times, at times a little bit of complacency around events in Europe. And I'll, no, I think... I'll, no, no, hang on. I'll say, I'll say I think Rally GB got completely complacent and just expected, expected to be on the calendar. Well, no, you know, whereas these guys have to work hard. Argentina have to work hard. Australia has had to work hard over the but years. I, I'd agree with that. But I think also the long haul events are far less kind of prescriptive. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you look at events such as Safari, you know, there's mm. your ultimate long haul. Mm. It just doesn't fit in a box, does it, of, of, of a European... You go to Europe and you know exactly what you're going to get. Well, it, but that's my point. That's entirely yeah, my point. So but, they don't have to innovate. They don't have to. They just but, deliver what they've always delivered. But historically, long-haul events have always yeah, yeah. run to their own kind of format. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we need that. For me, totally. one of the things, you know, I, I understand the need for, for having um, a, a strict format you know, we have shakedown on Thursday. I understand the desire for that, but sometimes every now and then it would be great mm -hmm. to see just something a bit different. Let's let's have a 36-hour event that yeah. starts on a... Yeah, blah, blah, blah. We've have a little bit of latitude to, to try different things. I think it's a just great idea. I think something we should. different. Let's talk about the event itself then, David, because we came here for the Rally of Nations and, you know, there were one or two favourites for the event. Clearly, Norway was a pre-event favourite. Uh, you'd have to say GB. The team looked fairly strong with Matthew Wilson and, and, and Tom. Tom Williams. That's the one. Who became, as he came over no. the ramp tonight, came, Tommy Williams! Not, no. Well, here's, here's the thing. That when he was being introduced. I was helping out a little bit with the, the start and the finish. Uh, and I, I couldn't work out what they were calling him. I, couldn't, I knew they weren't it's calling him Tommy Williams. But tonight he's, it was very clear. Tommy Williams is from that He's not a Tommy Williams, really, is he? he he's not I a Tommy. He's very much a Tom. Or Thomas, even. Yes. He's, he's... Yes. Yeah, sorry. He's out. David, I've got, I keep telling <laughs> David, listen, he, he wafts his microphone around. You know, as if it were... I, but I don't it, know. Colt, we're, we're sitting here. I am checking out of this hotel room in about 10 hours, and I've got a heap of... And I'm looking at all of the packing that I've got to do, and I'm thinking, could I actually stand up and pack? No, I've but, told you no. You really? try to do that. It's what you do okay. when we do our podcast normally. You do a million and one other things, and you don't concentrate, and you shuffle it's around, called and, you do, and you bang away on your laptop, yeah. and you open and close drawers, and you drive me potty. Okay, right. So, so yeah, you're, you're right. And I, I will hold the mic rigidly. Good. So, uh, so it, we, we did expect a few favourites, but at the end of the day, you know, we had some great competition out there. And let, let's talk about the winners first. Uh, Nicky Shell and Sebastian Barbu. Well done. From it, Romania. Both of them, you know, they obviously benefited from the, the handicap, the coefficient. Mm. Uh, you would not have put your money on the guy jumping out of a Fiesta Rally 5 and pulling on the cowboy boots on a Sunday afternoon Absolutely in, in Mexico. It was, the, it was that handicap uh, that worked in their favour. 
you were absolutely right when you said that, you know, in the twistier stages, they would they would pick up some points mm. and pick up some mm. time. And it really worked for them. We saw this afternoon in the um, El Brinco stage, yeah. which is a little bit more twisty. They, they were picking good time up, obviously. Uh, so, no, great. Thanks, Nicky Shout, not seeing the guy in donkey's years. Um, He's the happiest man in Leon tonight. He has not, the smile's not left his face since he came over that El Brinco jump. Yeah. Um, he... he you know, he was—he was like I didn't know an awful lot about him, but you—you you tell told me a little bit about him. He was a regular in the junior championship in the noughties. I think he's been away in a fairly long way away from rallying mm. for mm. some time, fifteen or so years. But he, he said it himself. He said this has reinvigorated him. You know, he—he—he yeah. he, he, he was. You know, the, the minute he got in the car, he was up for the challenge. But if you—if you come here, drive these roads among these people, yeah. and you're not invigorated, yeah. Then yeah. chances are you're dead already. Yeah, yeah. Let's no, yeah. Face if you it. go into that first that 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 opening ceremony in the square in oh. Guanajuato and it doesn't just absolutely spike your enthusiasm, yeah. then there's something wrong with you. That was one of the things that I was not fearful of, but it's kind of a demonstration of just how far this event has brought the rallying public of Mexico. There's there's an aspect that you think it's not a world championship event. What will it be like on Friday night? It was just the same. It was exactly it was the same. The people were just everywhere, you know, hanging on lampposts, standing yeah. on tops of cars. It was absolutely brilliant. And I have to say, I have to say, taking nothing away from our usual coverage here in Mexico, but but the coverage on the, the big screens that the local TV boys produced was breathtaking. They had a couple of drones up, and, and Guanajuato is the type of city that just lends itself to yeah. drone footage because of the steep hills and the beautiful buildings. But it came and, alive, didn't it? And it, it came there? alive. And Absolutely. It, was, you know, came I, alive. it literally transfixed me in yeah. the square watching the drone footage. It was like, wow. Yeah. It was incredible. And they were doing that live, live have, drone footage. Have a look on our, on our social channels uh, yep. because we will do some reels uh, of some of those incredible drone shots. And we're going to put together a... Drone Yeah, highlights. that's the drone footage. That's, that's yeah. my job for the flight home tomorrow. I, you know, I, and a big, big thank you to the, the host broadcasters here. They have been... TV4, TV4. TV4 have been just, just wonderfully, wonderfully and helpful. And Fox as well. Fox, yeah. They've given us some tremendous footage, and you'll see uh, some of that on our YouTube channel. Just, just uh, Google or search Dirtfish on YouTube, and you'll find those videos. So, you know, in terms of the stages, David, you know, as you say, they had this coefficient equalised. I think it worked very well. I think it did work very well because we... You know, there would be a whole load of people probably driving well, I've, rally, I've some... rally, uh, rally two cars yeah. that would say, actually, it was far too lenient in, in their direction. Well, of course they would. But the fact is that, that you know the strongest team were leading until they made a mistake. You know, mm. and, and, or they didn't make a mistake. The car uh, yeah, Bro- Ivan um, But they're the strongest team in terms broke. of experience here, the strongest team in terms of you know a rally two car and a, and a half-decent group N car. You know, of course they'll say, well, maybe it was, maybe it was, you know, the balance was shifted a little too much. But the balance had to be there so that we kept the interest alive. And, and it did keep the interest all the way through. Right up until the end. But we, we, I think we've done brilliant. Team Europe, fantastic. And yeah. incredible concept. Yeah. Loved yeah. it. But really, you know, what a lot of our listeners are wanting to know is how on earth did Mads Osberg make all of that time? You know, the guy was, what was he, three minutes ahead at one point? Just pulling huge chunks of time Mads out Osberg, of Adrian Former. He was, but Mads Osberg came here with a very different attitude from anyone else. Mads Osberg is a world-class driver, as is Adrian Formo. That, that's fair enough. Formo came here very much with the intention to learn the stages, absolutely avoid making any mistakes. He fully expects to be here next year. 
you know, if we return to, to, to Mexico. So he had to stay on the stages, whereas I think Mads Osberg had a point to prove. I think every time Mads Osberg gets in, in a car this season, it's a shop window for him. And this was a bit of a shop window. And he, you know, the other guys were being a little bit careful. They knew, remember, some, some stages, some sections of stages, five passes. You know, they knew it was going to be arduous. They knew it would be car breaking. And they, I, I think they paced themselves. Mads, to his credit, just absolutely threw everything at it from the first stage. And, and he his, was and, quick. And to his credit, threw, threw everything at it in a car that he didn't know. Okay, didn't know. He'd driven a Skoda mm. in Qatar earlier this year, but every car is different. Mm. And he literally jumped in that car and did two or three runs at Shakedown. Shake- yeah, but he'd have done more, but again, have a look on YouTube at our video yeah. as to why he didn't do more. And, and how Mads actually saved the complete Shakedown. But, and almost became president. And almost became president uh, and might yet become president. But you're looking at sort of five or six kilometres maximum. Mm. And then he was into that, into the street stage, mm. fastest, fastest. And then into the first, uh, what was Guanajuatito, first yeah. stage, fastest. Yeah. It was... A very, very strong performance, but you've got to mark that against the fact that, like you say, Formo was very measured, came yeah. here to do a job and did that job superbly, absolutely brilliantly. Harry Rovenpera, you were kind of thinking, ah, these boys have still got it. He'd kind of got it, but I think Harry perhaps had underestimated the size of challenge, you know, mm. out of a car for since 2010, 12 years away from a, a car in competition to jump into something. And, that's, you know, the car was not, it was a good car, but it wasn't a great car. We could see that off the line at a shakedown. You know, mm. launch wasn't working. There were a few issues with the car. Uh, and when you're already struggling to commit because the altitude has taken away so much power, when you've got that hesitancy in your, in your mind about will the car respond, and you're then actually trying to listen to English pace notes for the first time ever, uh, it, was, it, it was a real challenge. And he, I would say at times he probably looked more tired than when I look tired when I walked up those stairs you know the into the press office. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's a very strange thing was he, he looked at his best at the end of the rally. <laughs> yeah, this afternoon he, he looked super. Looked fabulous. He looked so good. But in some ways, I think, you know, Harry was just here too because he has this amazing oh, relationship. Oh, he's an ambassador, wasn't he? He's an ambassador. Yeah. And, and, you know, fair play to him for, for saying, yeah, I'll, I'll go and drive a, a rally two car. Um, but it was hot. It was really oh, hot. It was shocking. You know, hot. it was it was draining it. Physically, it was very demanding. I, I um, said to you earlier, I, it, when we were at Shakedown on Friday morning, mm. I cannot remember mm. being as hot. You know, you're well, going back to really hot Cyprus you, or something Jordan, like that. You're going back to Jordan on the Sunday at Jordan where we had 42 degrees yeah. down yeah. at the... Um, yeah, and people were literally uh, the, keeling the, over. The Jordan River. Was it Jordan River? What's it called? It's Jordan River, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, River Jordan. Jordan River Jordan, River. Jordan, Jordan River. Yeah, you know, and it was like that. It was an oppressive heat, a really heavy, oppressive heat. And, and you know, I, I don't know whether Harry keeps himself fit. Um, but, he's, but there's not a lot to the bloke, is there? He's, a, he's, he's, a, he's no. a fairly skinny fella, much like myself. Exactly. But it was great to see Harry. It was great to see mm. uh, some names out and about. And it was great to see some local drivers, to meet some new people. You know, I always love seeing Benito Guerra. He's such a character. Mm. Some news from Benito as well, David? Yep, coming up. Yeah, well, let's Are we not... saving that? Well, let's save that, yeah. Oh. Take hey, a peek. Hey, Dirtfish.com, David Evans, the world's number one yep. rallying journalist. <laughs> so uh, you found the news. Did I? Yeah. All right. No, okay. no, no, you didn't. I think it was me. Uh, but Benny, as <laughs> Benny, Benny's dad, Mr. Oh, Guerra, fantastic. not yeah. called Benny, Mr. Guerra, yeah. uh, and then Francisco Nami. Just what a superstar he is! Absolute here. superstar. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was great. I think, like you say, it was fabulous to to see those those new names and the locals. Also, great to see Mr. Matthew Wilson back. Yeah, 
Yeah, he you talked himself. his you talked his wife into into buying a hat. Do you know she didn't buy a hat? She she did. She bought the straw one. She didn't. She bought three. How did she? <laughs> she bought three. <laughs> she bought three hats. Did she buy a pink one? No. 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 She bought a rather nice straw hat, a rather fetching straw hat with a lovely pink braided band around it. It's ah. pink and white with a number of different colours in it. it. Looked really fetching. Nice kind of um, I would call it a country felt hat for a brother. Ooh, and, and another one. Very, 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 because they're great value. Yeah, great value. You, you tried one on, David, yeah, and no, it looked sensational it's, it's, on you. It's not really my look. It's not for me. I'm more of a baseball cap back to front boy. No, you're, you're, a, woman, <laughs> you're a floppy cap as if you should be it's on It's a fisherman's hat. It is It's not. a fisherman's hat. It's, it's, it's just, I don't know it's what it is. It's from Nazare in Portugal. Yeah. Really Best place in the world. Biggest the fact it's from Nazare. Yeah, of course, it, well, no, it probably doesn't, but it kept the sun off my, off my head. So, so fabulous to see Matthew Wilson. Yeah. And also... Great to see Tommy Williams, Tommy Williams. In, the, in that Rally 3 car, which, I, okay, they had some issues with it today, so it was a broken prop shaft today, but still, Bent. Bent Bent, sorry, Ben prop shaft. Um, but to get through an event as rough as this, it, admittedly, it didn't get as rough as a Rally Mexico has got in the past, uh, and I think there was something to do with the fact that, obviously, we didn't have World Rally cars, we didn't have mm. the absolute aggression and talk mm. of, of cars, of, of engines that we normally have. Um, but the roads were tremendously well prepared. I, I was just astonished. And you know what? I get caught out every year I come to Mexico because you drive the recce in Mexico and you think, yeah, these, these roads are, are really very smooth. Uh, almost Finland-like. You're mm. driving along thinking, yes, it's great. And then the first stage finishes and cars are braking. Tires are exploding. Suspension's bending. You think, how can that be? They're, they're like motorways, as smooth as you like. Um, and it happens every year, and the roads are prepared. I think the roads were even better prepared this year, David. And that, I think, you're quite right. Part of the reason is we don't have the World Rally cars. But I've never seen the roads like we saw when we came across, I think it was the uh, Juanamatito stage. They were just mm. magnificent, in the I... most magnificent condition. They'd been, been built up quite a lot. You could see that. You could see how mm. much they'd been built up. But they'd been really well engineered and, and uh, fair play to the organisers. I think they'd, they'd benefited from, from a decent bit of rain yep. uh, through February and into yeah. March. And that always helps, doesn't it? Yeah, they, it does. they prepare the road, then mm. the rain comes and it bakes it mm. uh, absolutely solid. But no, they were... You're wafting your microphone Sorry. Again. They were great. Well, I, yeah. They, no, great, you great so roads. You, you're itching to do other things. You're itching. I am. I am. But now I'm thoroughly enjoying, obviously, talking to you, Colin. Yeah, quite clearly. Uh, let's move on a little bit. Well, no, uh, give me your highlights of your week here, David. Friday night, Guanajuato. Yeah, no question. Had to be. Absolutely had to be. It was it was hairs standing up on, on the back of your neck yeah. kind of territory when the whole thing, when the fireworks were going and the people were just absolutely stoked to see these cars into that square it was amazing and to see tom williams going in there first and 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 giving it some really attacking it the ramp yeah no well sorry i was talking about going into the ceremonial start first all right but because you know he he got out of the car and you could see that as just the look of absolute astonishment because What they do here is Tom Tom and his co-driver Ross Whitter came into the into the ceremonial start area with the helmets on because they're given a time, you know, to get into that control and then you're gonna go in. And what they do is you go in, you say hello, and then you go directly into the stage to start the stage. So their the driver's mentality is very much in the zone. Yeah. You know, probably had a quick look at the first page of pace notes and everything just to familiarize themselves. But they manage it here. So you are given that time. 
But actually, if the crowd responds to you, don't worry about it. We'll give you another couple of minutes yeah. into that control. Yeah. There's, there's scope, isn't there? Exactly. To, Flexible. To, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so yeah. Tom got out of the car, took off his helmet, and the crowd just went wild. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, I'm, Tom is a, is a very successful rally driver, but I suspect that's probably his biggest crowd. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, and, and uh, he's a young man. And, and, and to yeah. experience that sort of adjudication... You're never going to forget that. Never. Never. never you know, ever. not a chance. And that... So that, you know, you regardless of all of the, the competition that we've seen over the last two days and some beautiful, beautiful stages that are quite I've, remarkable. I've just, I mean, in places kind of like my, New Zealand. Kind of my highlight as well. Yes, I was just going to say, so give us well, your highlight. It was kind of mine as well because, um, you know, when we come with the WRC, it's so highly regimented and regulated. Mm. I never get anywhere near that start ramp. Yeah. And you and I had the freedom of the start ramp. And it was mm. just to actually be able to stand on that ramp and to, to take a second to look around and to take in yeah. the atmosphere. You know, it, it really was very, very special. But that, that was one of the highlights. I had three highlights. Um, Obviously. The other was the, the breakfasts that we enjoyed in that lovely little <laughs> cafe around the corner. <laughs> David Evans, um, I think on the first morning, we might have had was... three breakfasts. We had fruit, we had pancakes. <laughs> We had huevas, ranchos. Well, we had breakfast in the hotel first. Oh, crumbs. It might have been four. It might have been four we, breakfasts. There was then. a little bit of jet lag going on, so we were... But we the were lovely rooms. lady, there's a lovely lady that runs it, and she, she doesn't speak a word of English. She's got a little translator, and you know, by the end of the week, she was just bringing us our food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. great. And the other highlight, David, was yesterday uh, when we went yeah. out. When we went out and we, um, we were heading to the end of Otata's stage, and we didn't go all the way up because it was, it was quite a, a tricky... Uh, but we never liaison. intended to go all the way up. We, we never intended, but we knew it was tricky, so we were never going to go all the way up. We were just looking for a spot on the, the road section to stop and to interview the drivers. Uh, and it was very, very much out in the countryside, wasn't it? And we turned, there was no one there when we turned up. And then one little kid turns up on his bicycle, and his mate turns up. And it was a bit like the Pied Piper, just from the fields and the houses yeah. and, and, uh, and the little villages. Kids just started turning up, and it was just such... Fun, wasn't it? With the kids, they were loving the cars. They were loving the drivers. But, you know, it's no the, the cars come down to, through, to towards their sort of village and take that left hand turn, yeah. and so the cars would never stop there. Never. And then suddenly they were stopping, and yeah. they, we'd open the doors, and we were talking to the drivers. And in the end, you know, you were trying to flag the cars down and you had about 15 <laughs> children flagging the cars down with doing you. exactly the same motion, and, flagging yeah. motion as and, I was doing. And, and then, <laughs> you know, you'd open the door and they were all in the car looking what's going on. And, yeah. and then Benito Guerra arrived that and there was, was a great. big Benny cheers. And it was absolutely brilliant. And that's the magic of, of our yeah. sport, isn't it? You know, yeah. we take our sport to the people and that those children those you know and there were some parents came out yeah. and you know in the end the whole village Abuela, granny was there wasn't she yeah they were yeah. all everybody was there and it was just such a brilliant atmosphere yeah. and people don't forget that you know the rally genuinely touched them yeah. uh and yeah. it, ah, it was a, a really fabulous moment it really was no i very very much enjoyed that it was well worth your dodgy driving to get there i, I, I swear i've got whiplash <laughs> david i swear they're I've very got bumpy roads <sighs> very bumpy, bumpy roads you seem to pick the deepest potholes and the yeah, biggest rocks particularly just over. when you're sipping your coffee. Bang, <laughs> exactly. Thanks very much. So it has been a hugely successful week here, David. I think we, we all love Rally Mexico. We've been here to do a job um, and we very much enjoy doing it. And we'll now keep our fingers crossed and, and the gods who decide the rally calendar for 2023, you know. Well, this, ultimately, right now, this is a very much underused side of the world, isn't it? Mm. We've, we've lost... 
Argentina, we've lost Chile, mm-hmm. we've lost Mexico. We, you know, there's potential for North for, for the the United States, but nothing is confirmed anywhere. Nope. Um, so, you know, it's been two years since we've crossed the Atlantic, and mm-hmm. we need to be here. The championship needs to be here um, to give us that. I agree. Global I agree. Kind of reach. It needs to be here, not just to give us global representation. It needs to be here because they're building something in this mm. part of the world. And, and you only have to look at, uh, you know, it's the Americas I'm talking about now. You only have to look at, in particular, South America, places like um, Venezuela, Argentina, obviously, but Chile, Peru. Uh, you know, there are a lot of rally two cars there. There's a mm. lot of well, Ecuador, well. a lot of yeah. well funded teams, a lot of real talent coming through. The biggest surprise this week was seeing Julian and Gracia here working with this, mm. this young group of, of kids who are drivers, co-drivers. Your momentum is building for rallying in this part of the world, and we can't allow that to be... Uh, to be uh, you know, not, yeah, we, 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 we have to you know, keep feeding that mm. kind of passion that they've got here. And, and, and it's the next generation, isn't it? It's the next it? generation. The, the biggest problem we're rallying is, is, is a generational problem. It's attracting new generations, and, and it's happening here. The kids, mm. you, know, you see it when you're out and about. There are youngsters that are right into the rallying. But you see it in, you know, in America as well, yeah. in, in, in the United States, in yeah. American, Rally Champ- American Rally Association, ARA. Uh, it's incredible the number of fans that are getting out there now. Mm. The, the whole sport across this part of the world is growing, and yeah. the WRC needs to reflect that. Well, the best way for the sport to grow, the best way for any sport to grow, is for its headline, uh, you know, its headline series to, to to be represented in the country. So, fingers crossed, fingers crossed that we're back here next year um, because they've done a wonderful job. So, yeah, our time here has been magnificent, David. Any other rally news? That you picked up on news. this week. It's been a, it's been a there's, quietish week, but go on. It's, well, no, there's there's always a bit of news. If if you know where to dig, Colin, there's yeah. always there's always a little bit interesting piece. I'm sure we'll we'll get it out over the next couple of days. But Mads Osberg going to San Remo. Yes, yes, that was another bit of news. That Targeting I got out of Craig Breen. That'll yes. be a, an interesting one. Always. I, I offended Mads. I upset him. I did. Said, I, I did, and you know what? He, he was quite right to 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 kind of come back at me because. <laughs> I said to him, why are you doing San Remo? You see, you've never been there. You don't particularly like tarmac. And he looked at me and went, what do you mean I don't like tarmac? Said, well, and then he listed his wins. And then he listed his wins. His and he won in, in, in... I think you were thinking back. To I was when... thinking back. But no, think yeah. specifically, remember that year that he did Germany in the Super 2000 yeah, car? Yeah, when he had a World Rally car because he yeah. just couldn't handle it. Yeah, but as he said, you know, his his uh, his years of, of training, if you like, in rallying, his his, you know, his, his learning period was very much on snow and ice and gravel. And he hadn't done an awful lot of tarmac. So, you know, when he was at that level on gravel, on snow and ice, yeah. he still had a lot to learn on tarmac. And that's what we saw in the early days now, of his career. But now he's... he's, he's Hungarian Championship. Yeah, absolutely. Regular. Yeah. Um, so what, so the, the news from Osberg is what then? He's doing San Remo. And anything else? Wait and see. Wait and see. Wait, Wait and see. see. Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what I, we, we've missed out on? Hopefully we'll see him tonight. We've done a nice little interview with Julian and Gracia. Mm. We did ask him what his plans are, and he was a little bit cryptic. Well, you asked bit... him specifically, will we see you back in a rally car? And he was a little bit cryptic. David, am I keeping you awake, David <laughs> Evans? Quite a am long I day. keeping you awake? It's been a very long day. That was day. the biggest yawn. Yeah. It has, it's been a very long two or three days. You, you, you've so, Gary, what did Julian say? Well, he, just, he, he just said, maybe I'll talk to you guys later. Mm. 
Um, I don't he might know. have just been talking about talking to us. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? He, he's he's enjoying his time working with. Is it mm. France? Not France. Blue. It's whatever the, TV, the, the the French TV company that covers the WRC. Um, but he, the point I made to him was, fourteen years ago when Julian and Seb made their debut in the World Rally Championship here, they were youngsters. Mm. Fourteen years is nothing in terms of a career and a life. A short period of time. My goodness me, what have they achieved? Eight world titles, four different manufacturers. Um, and he's still a young man. Mm. I mean, he, he looks young. He still looks young. He is still young. Yeah, far, is, far uh, too young to, to, to retire completely. I'm sure he's got big plans. What have you achieved in 14 years? Uh, since then, <laughs> uh, children. That's, that's, the most, that's the most important thing. That is the thing. most important thing. The most important but thing. I, I've got to say, Cole, as much as I'm loving sitting here talking to you, I have got a lot of packing to do. I think I'm being chucked out. Yes. That's, that, that's just about enough time for a podcast. At least I would be a little concerned, but also I think reasonably pleased you made it this far, David. Excellent. So there we are. Folks, listen, it has been a wonderful week here. David, thank you for your time. Crack your head off you go. Go do what thank you want to. It's been a wonderful week here in Mexico. We have to thank the organisers enormously. Uh, for the wonderful job that they've done for looking after us all so well. Catch up with all of the action on our... Stop making a noise in the background. I've said, I've given you the green light to do other things, not to make a noise. You hold that then. No, don't hold that in mind. Dearie me. So, yeah, if you've missed out on the action here from Mexico, our YouTube channel, just look up Dirtfish. This podcast obviously has helped you a little bit. Plenty of articles on the website, so uh, take a look there. This has been Spin the Rally Pod from David Evans' bedroom on the eighth floor of a hotel in Leon. Folks, we'll see you all next week, hopefully not from David's bedroom and with the full team. Thanks for joining us. Bye.